0: Hi, this is Andre Hudson, design manager for Hyundai Motors out here in California, and uh, you are listening to the LC and Jack Show. You are listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show, live from New York.
1: And now, here are your hosts, Elsie and Jack. Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to the L.C. and Jack Radio Show With your man, L.C., holding it down Give us a shout here in the studio You can reach us at area code 347-843-4738 Up close and personal Urban Talk Radio Well, we thank you for joining us For another edition of the L.C. and Jack Radio Show Where um, the guests keep coming it's been uh, a great 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 year so far twenty thirteen so we thank you for uh supporting us, making the show so successful and uh passing out that uh message to each and one of uh you that uh anything is possible so without further ado uh our guest today is really amazing he's uh had a dream that um has uh, really gotten him to touch uh, our lives each and every day. <laughs> You're probably like, what is this guy talking about? Well, every day he impacts your life. What do I mean? This this young man uh, is a senior car designer for Hyundai. Uh, one of his works, you will know very, very well, is the Hyundai Sonata. So... um he really uh is working on some new projects and perhaps he'll get a you know, give us some sneak peek ideas of uh what he's doing. We'll see. We'll ask him the question at least. But uh without further ado, we'd like to uh welcome to this L C and Jack Ready show, Mr Andre Hudson.
0: Thank you so much oh. for uh, having me on your show here today.
1: Thanks again, Andre. Appreciate taking some time out of your busy schedule. I know it's tight so we'll jump right into it if if that's okay with you. Of course. Beautiful. Now, Andre, can you give the the listeners a you know, uh an idea of kind of you know, how this process started? You like, you know, this, you know, you got a car and you're like, I'm sure most people think it's really easy to kind of put this thing together. What 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 type of process does a new car design go through?
0: Well, cars I think a lot of people don't realize Larry is everything that they use on a daily basis. you know when they wake up in the morning, you know to the phone they they use or the shoes they put on to the car they get in to go to work you know it was all put together by an industrial designer like myself, and probably everybody you know every designer kind of goes through the same process regardless of of what type of product they're making. Um, you know, with cars, uh, it's like many things, I think, is, you know, firstly, we start with trying to understand, you know, what this car or this product, whatever we're working on at the time, whether it be a convertible or a sports car or a sedan, we try to understand, you know, who's going to be buying that car and try to put ourselves in that person's mindset. You know, are they going to be somebody that's a bit more outgoing and wants something a little bit more expressive? Is it somebody that, cares more about the safety of the vehicle and hauling a lot of kids or you know is it a single person that's going to be out you know rolling the streets in something where it can be maybe a little bit more compromised so we really start there before we get into the sketch process and i think like many designers it all starts with putting that pencil to paper
1: mhm
0: mhm so in designs are the same you know when we start a new project here we'll um again understand what we're doing who we're going for and hit the paper, you know, and you start spitting out ideas, you know, whatever comes to mind, whatever you feel, whatever your inspiration is at the time, and start putting down the ideas of how you feel that this car should look and how it should feel and kind of what emotions it should relay to the person that's going to be buying it. So that's kind of the beginning of the process.
1: Got you. I mean, you've done just a – I know you've been getting a lot of accolades just because – the consumers have have <laughs> told you in Hyundai because the amount of sales of one of your vehicles, it's, it's not all your vehicles, but the Sonata, is just unbelievable. I mean, people that I know, obviously, but uh, also from what I understand, the sales have just been through the roof uh, for the Sonata. Uh, I mean... What a fabulous job, my brother. I mean,
0: yeah, thank you, Larry. Thank you. I mean, it was for a designer. That car was an amazing blessing. It's been an amazing ride. You know, uh, I came to Hyundai after seven years at GM. I came out here to California, their design studio in 05, and uh, worked on a couple projects. You know, the Genesis Coupe, I think, was the first. But with the Sonata, kind of as a young designer, you know, it's almost the last thing you want to do as a family sedan but it was I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? You'd rather work on that, you know, V12 Roadster, but That's but right. in all honesty, it was fun cuz I was a young guy, you know, I had gotten married, didn't have a kid at the time, but I tried to put my mindset in this idea that hey, if I had a family sedan, I had to have it, which I will be having in the years years to come, you know, not too far out what do I want this thing to feel like? What do I want it to be? You know, how can it be a little bit more expressive than what you see driving into work every day? And so, you know, we kind of had a lot of fun with that car, and we did this proposal here in California and took it over to Korea as a proposal. And, again, it was kind of a model. It's kind of a what-if model. You know, Mm -hmm. what if our sedan is more sporty, more streamlined, more coupe-like than, you know, maybe what the competition is doing right now? And the company, you know, the company decided to take a shot and said, yeah, this thing moves us, let's give it a shot. And to be honest, the quality had come way up at Hyundai. You know, our our previous Sonata had had been, you know, pretty high rated for quality and crash and airbags and reliability. So as a company, we kind of felt it was time that we could really step out there and and make a statement with what our design as a Hyundai was going to be.
1: You definitely made a statement, I'll I'll say that. But... How, how difficult is it working with uh, a Korean company? Is that is that more challenging? You came from GM than than a than an American company, as far as you know. Like you said, you wanted to be a m- lot more aggressive.
0: Yeah, that that's a great question, Larry. I mean, that to be honest, that was kind of one of the challenges I knew when I left GM, and that that I wanted. You know, I wanted to kind of try to understand how Asians. You know look at car design as opposed to us here in America and the process is a little different I mean the the demographics and the culture itself is so different as you can imagine so yes you know when the Hyundai design studios come together for reviews which is honestly our benefit because we have studios all over the world Japan and Germany and here in the States even China now in India So when we come together kind of for reviews, you get this amazing variation of of ideas of what each of those regions, you know, think that product should be. But I think that's really our strength. And a lot of the big companies now that do have global design, it it really is a strength to kind of bring all these ideas together. And, you know, being different culture, it's always interesting discussions on things. Oh, definitely. (laughs) No, I agree. And you can imagine, you know, with cars, I think people look at cars and they always see it and it reminds them of something. And so you can imagine between the cultures when you discuss, you know, the graphics on the front end of a car or how something looks or feels, you know, it might strongly remind one culture of one thing, positive or negative, and maybe something totally different to another culture. So it's it's, it's, it's an interesting process to work through. But I think in the end, it, it gives you a really you know great product
1: no doubt no doubt how how, how did you actually i mean i, I jumped right into it how, did you did, was this something that sh, as a kid that you wanted to do or how did this all Yeah i wanted start? to
0: uh, you know i've been i like to tell this story to to young kids today even because when i was young my first love was planes i wanted to fly i wanted to be a fighter pilot and so my whole plan in high school was to go through and go into the you know Air Force Academy and fly. I still love planes. But um through high school I think you know my eyes kind of started going bad on me and my my grade point average probably wasn't exactly what it needed to be for that. So uh one day I was a friend of mine had given me a car magazine and it was talking about the designer of a show car at the time and I think it was a Dodge Viper if I remember. Nice. It kinda, yeah, yeah it kind of, yeah, it kind of hit me. It kind of hit me, Larry, like what people design cars, you know, it's not even something you think about. You never really even thought about where cars came from. Um, and it was just intriguing to me, you know, that, that there were these people in these studios as I looked into it that, you know, sat around and drew and thought about cars and sculpted cars and clay and, and came up with with how cars look and feel. And I thought, wow, you know, I always liked art. I was always doodling in school, probably getting in trouble too much for it. But I thought, man, this might be something that I could actually get paid and make money doing what I love, and that was art. So I fired a letter off to uh, Chrysler because at the time I really liked the Chrysler products. And, um, you know, I said, I'm this kid growing up in, I grew up in a suburb of Denver. And I said, I'm this kid out here in Colorado. I'm asking my high school counselors, you know, about car design, and they're kind of looking at me befuddled and saying well i'm sure you need to do engineering right which would make sense right mechanical engineering um but i I, you know i sent this letter to chrysler and told him this story and i said can you please tell me what i need to do where i need to go you know and uh what i need to do to to design cars one day and i still remember the day i got home from high school and opened up the mailbox and there was this you know letter addressed from chrysler to me and you can just imagine running in the house and ripping this thing open but it changed my life because um, you know, an office sent me back and said, "You know, we get you need to study industrial design, and this is great for your listeners too. If there's any young ears out there, they'll need to study industrial design and they'll focus in automotive design. Mm-hmm. And in the U.S. right now, there's three big schools, Larry, and there was three at the time as well. There's one here in California called Art Center College in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. There's one in Cleveland that's a great school, Cleveland Institute of Art." And there's a school in Detroit, the College for Creative Studies, and all three of those schools have these amazing, you know, automotive design programs. So um, that's what it. Was, that was worth what it. was
1: the what was the favorite? Game? like Chrysler. Was there a particular? You said the Viper. I guess that was well, that was the yeah. Dodge. So that was part of the Chrysler family. So
0: yeah, at the time as a young kid, middle school and high school, I remember the Viper, which was amazing when it came out. I remember. Yep. Uh, The Chrysler, uh, even their sedans, you know, they had come out with the Intrepid. They did a concept car for the Intrepid and the Concorde, which, as you remember, turned into these wonderful production cars. And they had that Prowler, too. And even the Neon, I mean, they just had, to me, the Chrysler range on the road were just these totally different, you know, very sleek and uh, futuristic-feeling cars. I mean, they they really, it was those products that made me say, man, I want to do this.
1: And they were hot at that time. I agree with you. They I had were hot. Shadow. I had a Dodge Shadow at the time. I did,
0: too. Yeah, I did it one time as well. <laughs> Actually, that's funny, Larry, because that was my first car. Me, too. Yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I had a burgundy Dodge Shadow the windows blackened out.
0: You got to black it out.
1: Yeah, baby. You had the, uh, the bra on the front.
0: Did you have the four-door or the two-door?
1: No, I had a two-door.
0: So did I, yeah. And it was a hatch, right? It was amazing yep. functionality. You had the yep. hatchback as a thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. What's that's funny 200, is... 200,000
1: on it, too. 200.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were good cars. Yeah. What's funny, today I had a friend of mine send me a photo of me in that car, you know, from like 15 <laughs> years wow. ago. That just, just before I talked to you, which is so funny.
1: That is. That brings back memories. Where You're like, wow. Indeed. From, from Dodge, Chrysler to... GM, and, and so yeah,
0: I, I had an opportunity to. In, I ended up going to the school in Detroit, the College for Creative Studies. You know, I put together an art portfolio. I just want to tell you this in case some listeners are are trying to inquire more. But I put together an art portfolio, sent them off to the schools, and I ended up being accepted into the College for Creative Studies in Detroit. So I packed up my shadow. And I drove from Denver up to Detroit to uh, start my four-year, you know, degree up there in industrial design. And I was fortunate to intern, actually, for Chrysler my junior year. So I spent the summer, you know, doing proposals for them, which was amazing.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah, which was amazing. But then out of school, I ended up going to GM. They gave me an opportunity to work. So uh, that's where my career began, which has been a very fortunate and blessed career.
1: Who, um was a mentor for you was there a particular individual
0: there's you know there's several people at um, at GM that took me under their wings you know at the time uh, Ed Wilburn who's the global design boss now he was head of one of the studios there and he always showed interest in me which I still to this day appreciate him and mention him all the time you know he would grab me for lunch and you know Ed was one of those those guys uh, brothers that had been there um, you know, back in the day, you know, the early 70s, mid-70s, when uh, people of color just weren't seen in the design building, you know. So Ed was really one of the, the first to really pave the way for people of color, you know, kind of in that profession. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, of course, you know, he's still the man over there fantastically and also work with uh, uh, Krista Windham, who's a design director there as well. You know, she's another fantastic uh, mentor to have. Worked in Chevy Studio with her for a while.
1: And you think that's real important, right, to, to to have someone to kind of, you know, bounce off ideas, maybe just just to kind of steer, yeah. you, up steer you during the
0: process. Of course, of course, I mean, you know, cars are really, it's an amazingly political process, unfortunately, because as a designer, you just want to be passionate about what you're doing and get your vision through. But, you know, the reality is with every car, there's, you know, hundreds of opinions and thousands of decisions made by so many different people in so many different aspects, you know, all in one vehicle, so it's a it's kind of something you have to learn to roll with the punches through your years. So as you come in as a kid, you had to have somebody, you know, kind of take you under and kind of ease you into the process. Is is helpful because you're just full of all these these ideas and you just know and think you can change the world. And you know that's so important because I think as long as designers feel that they are going to make a difference and are going to change the landscape with what they're doing, you know they stay fresh.
1: That's, and that, that's and that you can tell out of your work it's fresh, polished, and you really spend a lot of time putting it together. I mean, you're gonna really appreciate it. I tell you that.
0: No, thank you, thank you so much. I mean, it's been again. You know, every designer dreams of of working on something and getting a car through that whole process I just talked about, and and that happens, which is fantastic. But then to have it happen and be so so well received, you know, it's just. Uh, you know, it's just been a fantastic thing. And another aspect, uh, Larry, which is just amazing, is last year I went down to, you know, we build the Sonatas here down in the south, down in Montgomery, or, uh, yeah, Montgomery, Alabama. Okay. Or outside of Montgomery. Um, and it's just, you know, I went down there last year to the city of Selma, which is close to that plant. But to go down there and, and meet, you know, the men and women that are building this car and many of them people of color. Um, it's just an amazing thing. You know, when you think about what happened down there in Selma, you know, with the marches, with Martin mm-hmm. Luther King, and what our people went Out through. History. Not too long ago. You know, unbelievably not too long ago. Yeah, the wow. history down there, which even I, I hate to admit, but true, not knowing a lot of that history. So that trip for me was just a kind of a baptism in in what you know, what we have gone through. And now, you know, to have our people building this car, you know, designed by a person of color, you know, another black man was just for me, made it an amazingly emotional trip, you know, but it's, it it was a great thing, you know, to see our people loving the product and building the product and being proud about the product.
1: No doubt about it. Yes, definitely. Definitely changing the world, my brother. And that, which is a, which is a great thing from our president to, uh, our vehicles to, you know, it's just amazing what African-Americans have, de- you know, whether they designed it themselves originally, what they've really touched and changed, you know, changed this world. It's it's almost almost limitless of what... I think African-Americans
0: too, Larry, like you said, I mean, many, we, we create trends and we don't even realize we're creating trends. So it's 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 great to get this message out too, and, and let some youths know that you know I feel we have a lot of creativity as a people, and there are other ways to focus the creativity than kind of the expected ones. You know, we always think of music, which is great. I never had that talent, but you know, music's fantastic and clothing is fantastic as well. But you know, there's these other aspects of design where you can focus your creativity and. And make a great living, you know, support yourself and your family and travel the world, you know, sharing what you've done. And uh, kids just need to know that it is a possibility for them.
1: That's right. There's no doubt about it. What 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 do you like most about your job, Andre?
0: What do I like most? I mean, I have a job. I think a lot of people can't say. I think you have a job as well. You'd appreciate it. something you've wanted to do. And you have those moments if not once a day, at least once every couple of days, you just have that moment thinking, you know, I can't believe I'm sitting here doing this right now <laughs> and, and yeah. getting paid for it. That's you right. know, it's, uh, for me, it's, it's, you know, into a drawing of this car that I think is going to change the world or working on this model as I'm doing now with a team of six, seven sculptors. And, you know, we're moving lines and surface trying to make this thing feel fresh and modern. And it's, it's it's stressful. People think uh, we're just. I think my wife jokes with me that we're playing with play doh at, at Disneyland, but she she knows too. It's it's stressful because you're trying to do the best thing you can. Mm-hmm. But um, it's still an amazing an amazing thing to think that um, you know somebody pays me to do what I do. So it's it's quite a blessing.
1: What's a typical day like?
0: Well, for me now, I'm, I'm a manager, so I kind of – I'll, foc- I'll be focusing on one future product now or two at a time, and I'll kind of work with a team of several younger t- designers under me. But right. part of the day will be in discussion with typically engineers to understand, you know, are we meeting the criterias that we need to on the cars that we're working on. Um, but a lot of the day – I'd say a good portion of the day is, is still in actually on – the models are on the proportions and talking with the designers and coming to an agreement and understanding that this thing is feeling like we want it to feel. And we're pushing the needle far enough that it's going to be fresh. Um, so my day is kind of mixed, sitting down again, going through engineering. As a manager still, I'm dealing with you know studio issues and just kind of HR things with our team, making sure everybody's where they need to be with things, but also staying on top of the programs and I don't know if people realize how much criteria are in cars and every year, you know, the US government says this car has to meet you know, this crash and it has to have this type of lamp, yeah, and you gotta have these many airbags and they almost dictate where everything on a car is, you know, this far off the ground or this far from the corner, the headlight has to be within this zone. And so it gets harder for us, but that's the challenge is how do we each year come up with something that looks fresh and new mm-hmm. but still meets all of these requirements that that are put on us, you know, and that's what makes our job challenging. And when you can get a car out that feels really modern and fresh and still meets all of those those issues, you feel quite proud about it.
1: Oh, no doubt about it. I can imagine just you know, having if you know, you can't afford to make a mistake, which could cost a tremendous amount of money, a lot of money, yeah, a lot of money, yeah, for any mistake that's made. But I, I'm sure you guys got a lot of, a lot of diff, you know, processes you got to go through to make sure that, you know, you, you check have those checks and balances, I guess, so make sure you, you make sure. Hey, those lights, did we check that? Did we check the airbag to make sure that's in the right spot?
0: And it's it's a big team. It's a big team. I mean it's I mean as you guys can imagine, I mean you got thousands of engineers on. Most of ours are on the other side of the ocean, but you're working with these guys, you're working with a couple here, and as a designer, you just want it to look great. Right. But um, it's that constant, you know, tug and pull where something has to move to, to do something else we need it to do. And But again, that's our challenge. I think every designer goes through that, you know, whether they do clothing or architecture or furniture. It's it's kind of the same thing, but that's part of our job. Do you,
1: Do you see the industry growing as far as african-americans go do you see more getting involved at all throughout the different stages of the process or the design process or
0: i mean in my career i've seen larry more i've seen not as much as i would like to see and i think it's because our people we just don't know about the career right you know, it's, um and I remember in Detroit, we used to get out when I was with GM and get out in the community, go to the elementary schools and have the career day and show the kids what we do, which was great. Um And I think that needs to happen because it's, you know, to answer your original question, I wish I saw more, you know, blacks getting into this field, but again, I, the, you know you're helping to do that the the word just has to get out and the possibilities are there and it's it's work I mean you got to get into the school you got to push through and you know be some of the top in the class you know to get hired, but um, It's like anything else that's, that's worth having you know You got to work for it, but that's right, but it's but it's good But yeah, to, to see I wish I could see more african-american and more women as well You know there's not a lot of women designers either
1: Wow. Okay. And
0: you you wish that there was, you know, cuz that perspective on things um would be fantastic. You know, the woman's perspective on how a car should look or how it should function on the inside, you know, would be valuable as well. So, yeah, there there really is not as many minorities. We're seeing a lot of Asian, you know, um young kids going into design and car design, mm-hmm. you know, from from Korea, from China. And it's kind of sad for me because I feel like almost our industry in 10, 15 years will be almost all Asian designers because Americans, white or black, you know, either don't know about it or aren't pursuing it.
1: Wow. I think one of the things that would be interesting, and I just kind of brainstorm, is uh, I'm sure you heard of, you know, the, the different DJs are out there. If somehow we could just get you the... Uh, you being an African American obviously involved in something that is multicultural where you would have you know people are into hip hop music in general, mm-hmm. just to be at a large event that you know you know multi you know many of these artists or different people would be at for you to talk briefly about what you would do, I think would have an impact on those types of people. Because, you know, hip-hop has touched, I think, everybody. Everybody.
0: There, right, That's everybody.
1: True. So, you know, if something in that capacity, whether someone endorsed your car and said, hey, I'm, uh, you know, XYZ, you know, hip-hop artist, or, you know, Beyonce, Jay-Z, I think that would bring more awareness to, you know, what, you know, what you do. Something like that would be unbelievable, and I think that will happen, or something. And in, in their vein, It doesn't have to be music necessarily, but something where the exposure out there is so large, it's like, wow, we didn't even know this. Right. Um, so uh, that's now there's tough there's stop.
0: a there's a young brother Jeff Fortson who I've done a couple events with, and he's been trying to kind of make outreaches to um, you know high schools and plan these events to teach youngsters about. You know, buying cars, and you know, I've gone with them on a few just to share what my job is. But, but you're right. If there was a way to try to get the message out there more, because I, I think kids, I mean, obviously, like me, I, I had no idea that people, you know, had careers uh, doing what I doing what I do. So, and the design is so broad too. And that's the other point I, I tried to make earlier. And I think your listeners, if there's anybody out there listening, I mean, design is is everything that we use. Um, you know. That's right from your shoe your cell phone the appliances in your kitchen your furniture and now it's it's as broad as internet and digital design you know which was just coming up as I was in college but now you know web design is huge, huge. Yeah. and there's people that make you know really good money designing web pages um and even doing creative things for movie companies and commercials all digitally, so that's that's all designers, and that's all people doing what they what they love to do.
1: No doubt about that there's no doubt about that a couple more andre and i know we we know you have to run but uh uh what what would you say is the most challenging part of i guess the whole process um you know designer and is is it the the regulations? What, what's what's the most challenging
0: part? Uh, to me, the most challenging I think is 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 staying doing something new, trying to do something new. And I think it's easy to to do what you kind of what you've seen and kind of rehash it and throw it out there, but. For my team and the youngsters that work for me, I always encourage them to show me something I haven't seen before. And I think that's the challenge. And it's easy to do something people haven't seen that's really uncomfortable right? and ugly. I mean, that's easy to do. But how do you do something that's that's new and modern and is a little bit uncomfortable, which is how it should be, but it's it's acceptable? And, uh, you know, I think great designers try to kind of push the envelope on what, you know, what's going to be fresh in two or three years when this thing is out? And that's always our challenge. I think, you know, that's probably the hardest thing. And then wrapping that idea around something that meets all those regulations, that's that's the next step.
1: So it is that far out. So you're designing right now for 2015.
0: Yeah, we're designing now for about two years, two to three years out. So it's wow. it's um, you got to put your mind into. I always tell people it's funny because car companies always have clinics and they ask people. You know, they bring people in and show them future models and say, "What do you think?" And I, I really feel strongly that as designers, we should just show people what the future is because you know a lot of people can't put themselves in that. state of mind you know three years out because you know a lot of people just don't have the vision yeah you know a lot of people are like that's too much that looks like a spaceship but you know in 2016 which a car that will be on the road till 2020 i think if you told them that and they put their self in that perspective like oh yeah okay you know this thing's going to be on the road that long yeah it should look like this so but yeah we're we're usually shooting out we have to shooting out a couple years
1: wow I tell you, that's amazing. You <laughs> see these vehicles out, and you're like, "Hey, man, that's way old news for me. I've done this <laughs> three years ago."
0: <laughs> it, is, it is like that. It is kind of funny. <laughs> you're like, okay, you're, you're all working on the next, the next model. You know, after the the one you did before has been out for maybe a year, so it's kind of interesting. Wow.
1: What what what's what's next for you? Um, and obviously, you got some new vehicles coming out and you know i don't know what you can and tell us about that but as far as vehicles and and career tell tell us what's next
0: well i'm loving i'm i still love working here at Hyundai we Hyundai for a car designer is amazing because we're always encouraged to try something different you know just try something new which i think has been one of the benefits of our company Mm -hmm. and i appreciate being a manager here one day i hope to kind of lead a whole design team you know be a chief designer somewhere but i think that day will come um but in the short term i I enjoy you know where i'm at and we're, we're putting heavy focus right now on our genesis product which is our you know our more entry luxury to luxury vehicles and we're really trying to shape what that you know what our luxury brand is going to be here, so we're working on all these models now, and that's what I'm doing, and we're having a lot of fun. And I think it's I think people are they've become very accepting of luxury Hyundais, you know, with the last Genesis sedan and Genesis coupe, and even our Equus that a lot of Americans don't know about, but it's our really big luxury flagship. But uh, it's time now because we kind of made a good statement with these cars that the next generation, you know, they're going to make more state bigger statements and and be much more accepted. And I think people are ready for, you know, for the Hyundai luxury cars. So we're having fun with it.
1: Oh, definitely. And at Genesis, I tell you, a friend of mine had it. And I was like, what is this?
0: You know, I thought
1: it was a European car. And it's this Hyundai. I said, you were kidding me. <laughs> it was a Hyundai. You know, and I couldn't believe it. So I tell you, man, Hyundai's come a long way from, you know, my ex Girl from back in the day had the Excel too. You know.
0: I remember the Excel. Yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> if you would have told me back then in eighty six, eighty seven, I'd be working for that company. I would have said no way. But
1: no way, um, denied it <laughs> Yeah, no way.
0: But we've we've come a long, long way. The products are, you know, we're we're just we're just proud of what we're done, and the challenge is to keep the momentum going.
1: Well, we appreciate you coming on. We look forward to your new work that will be coming out, I'm sure each and every of you know, the next coming years, and we're definitely going to have you on when you have some more time um, to talk about what's what's happening at that time. so we really do appreciate you coming on, andre, and you're free and welcome to hit us up whenever.
0: I will, I will, and again, I thank you for having me. I uh, appreciate you reaching out, and whenever I can share my story is great, and the work that you do is, is just fantastic, and just getting the word out is, is the key thing. You know, communication is the, the, main, the main thing, however you do it, so keep doing what you're doing.
1: I appreciate it, and again, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you for supporting the show. It is growing like wildfire. So yes, sir. Feel free to pass it on. Hit us up, LC and Jack at gmail dot com, LC Jack dot com. Uh, on Facebook, as you know, and also LinkedIn. So we, we, we just got a little something on LinkedIn. But uh definitely uh continue to uh communicate to us and we look forward to talking with you next week.